Welcome to Clear Picture Carers. My guest today is Ellen Rose, Executive Director at Community Options. Community Options supports people with disabilities here in the Low Country. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, we're excited that you're here. I would first like to hear more about you and then also more about Community Options. So please share with me something that is like your driving purpose or passion that led you to doing what you're doing now. Well, long time ago, I was born and raised in right outside Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. So my goal in life was to play professional football. Unfortunately, there wasn't a plan B. There was just that. I had a little problem. I wasn't good enough. <laughs> so my senior year in college, I had a pretty good year. We had a Special Olympics come to Geneva College mm. in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I know everybody's going to say Joe Namath, but Geneva is more important than Joe at this particular point. But the Special Olympics, being involved in that is something that stuck with me. Um, after graduation, I moved to Chicago. I was in sales and it was fine. And then I met my lovely wife and we moved to, from Chicago to Monk's Corner, South Carolina. No culture shark at all, please. Um, I took a position with South Carolina Department of Disabilities and Special Needs in their day program. And one thing I found out is I really had a knack of communicating and working with the disabled population there. And as time went on, I quickly moved up to residential and was a unit director for a few years. And then I took a position with the Coastal Autism Division, which was still part of DDSN. We specifically work with people with autism in the community. I stayed there for five years and there was such a need back in the mid nineties. And in 2000, I left and started Carolina Autism. Basically we did a combination of running group homes. At one point we had six group homes. And then a few years later, we started doing ABA, which stands for Applied Behavior Analysis. Okay. It's a technique we use to work with kids with autism, trying to make them is independent. And it's more social skill training than anything else. Um, so I did that from 2000 to 2012. We sold that business and I started with community options in 2014. Um, I took the position as executive director and there was nothing there except two homes that the CEO bought. So I had to get the homes license. I had to find individuals to move in the house and I had to hire staff. So the first year or so was very hectic, but got a lot of support from some of my administration staff that are still with me. And we've been quite successful. We currently have 12 homes. We serve 47 people residentially and probably about another 19 with employment. Community Options is a national nonprofit organization. They are based out of Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. And they are in 11 states. And their main goal is to move people out of the institution and put them in uh, homes in communities like me and you live in. So, um, I really love the passion of the CEO and the organization from top to bottom. Everybody's extremely supportive and they put the people we serve first. And it's quite obvious when you look at the homes that we live in. I couldn't afford to live in most of the homes that we, we, we uh, serve our people in. Oh, that, okay. I think that's wonderful. So they have community living. And then what the goal is from what I picked up is to then be independent living. Yes. With the skill sets and that they acquire through community options, 
Can you expand upon that a little bit? Yes. Basically what we do is when we, or so when someone agrees to come with us, when we have openings, we will evaluate them and make sure it's a good fit, not just for them, but also the roommates and the staff, more than roommates. And when we first come into the program, we take 30 days and we do assessment on them. And based on that assessment, we find out what their strengths and their needs are. Uh, obviously, we try to work on the needs through formal and informal objectives. Our goal for some of our guys and girls is that we want them to become as independent as possible and have the opportunity to move into a less restrictive environment. Uh, the way it works, we have a contract with South Carolina Department of Disabilities and Special Needs. Okay. They are our funding source through Health and Human Services. So every time we take a guy to move into our homes, we have to go through D, uh, DDSN and they give us okay. a contract for uh, the people we serve. Um, so there's a certain type of levels there are. There is your CTH2, which stands for Community Training Home. And that's where you have four people living in the homes and staff work eight hour shifts, 24 hours a day. Okay. But we, I've been had a couple cases where some of my people had the ability to move to a less restrictive environment, which is considered your SLP2 which stands for supportive living program. So these guys, once they get a job and it's a very steady job, they will move into apartment. Okay. And our staff will monitor them and give them as much support as they need. Some, some of the guys may need somebody to come in every day. Some may need somebody to come in just to help transport back and forth to work or go grocery shopping, um, make sure their meds are filled. But it's a really cool program. And I'm working with a couple of the people we currently serve to see uh, if they can be successful in that over the next uh, year or so. That must be a big celebration when there's that transition. I, lo I love stories, Alan. Oh, you, I got some stories for you. You do? Okay. Oh, if, you could, if you could share with me and our listeners some stories about the people that you serve, I'm all ears. I can't wait to well, hear them. I'm not going to mention any names, but there's That's right. a few people that basically what we do is DDSN sends out a critical list. Okay. On that list are people that either one are requesting to move into the community. That's the Olmstead list listed. Most of them live in institutions. And then there are people who are living at home. Maybe their parents are getting old. Maybe their behaviors are too challenging and they get on a critical list. I look at the critical list and I go evaluate uh, clients to see if there'll be a good fit for us and for them. Um, I had one case, a case manager called me and said she wanted me to go take a look at a guy. I said, yeah, well, no problem. She gave me his background. She said, oh, by the way, he's at Aiken County Jail. I said, excuse me? <laughs> so the kid didn't do anything really, really outrageous. Um, he had issues in the group home, and they sent him to the hospital. And while at the hospital, he threw a phone. Well, he ended up in Aiken County Jail. So I drove down there. First time I ever did an assessment through glass. I will never forget that. And I told him, I said, look, everybody deserves a second chance. I'm going to take you. I have an opening. I think you'll be a good fit. I'm not going to say he's been a model citizen, but he's improved tremendously. I mean, he, I'm very, very pleased that his, it, it, he has a job now, you know, he has a girlfriend and he just does a great job. And then, um, but, but it's that progress. It's that progression that he, that you're seeing and moving in that direction where he's getting to that potential that he has. What I find in most cases is that, once you are able to tear down a wall and have trust 
they trust you to do the right thing. I trust you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. It makes things a lot easier. And, you know, he tells me every time he sees me, I love you, Mr. Rose. Oh, that must <laughs> so, feel good, right? Yeah, it does. It does. It, it must does. make you feel good also as well. Of seeing, you, you gave him an opportunity. He's taken advantage of that opportunity. And, Mr. Rose, you're seeing him grow. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt at all. And that's pretty much why I'm still doing it 36 years later. <laughs> 36 years. You got some experience for sure. So do you mind sharing another story about another person you serve? Yeah, we uh, took some ladies out of WellPath. WellPath is a, how can I say this? It is a locked facility. Uh, pretty much it's like a jail for people with disabilities who don't have the ability to stand trial. Okay. And so they asked me um, if we would consider serving some people. And um, so we went up there numerous times. I, you know, I try to make sure to get a good fit. The most important thing in getting folks moved into your house is make sure they will get along with each other. I mean, it's stressful enough making a change. So you want to yes. make sure that they, so we took four ladies, um, two ladies didn't make it. But uh, the other two were doing great. In fact, she one of them just started working at Top Golf. How cool is that? Oh, that and is this lady awesome. is just happy. She feels important. She has her Top Golf shirt on when she goes to work. And you know, we because we provide employment services, I have a staff that goes and checks on her and meets with the supervisors. How's she doing? Does she need any assistance in this? Or, you know, are you changing some of her job duties? And I will come and help yes. assist with that. So, yeah, it's really, really cool. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. And, you know, I had, I heard through the grapevine that there's an event that you have coming up around the corner. Can you tell us a little bit about this event? Oh, oh yeah. Community Options puts on a 5K race every year called Cupid's Chase. And the beauty of this is, is it is held in all 43 regions at the same time. So there's a little competition in who has the best (laughs) race or not. And what I like about it is it gives folks an opportunity to come out, get some exercise, have some fun. There'll be a lot of vendors out there. Rusty Bull will be out there with samples. Oh, wonderful. Um, A couple of gyms are going to come out there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun event. But the best thing about that event is 100% of the proceeds that's right. 100% of the proceeds go directly to the people we serve. Wow. Okay. We're, okay. Let's say I wanted to be a part of the 5K. Do I have to run the whole time? Can no, I no, walk? No, no, okay. no. walkers, runners, <laughs> strollers, dogs, cats, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, you, so come on out. Oh, definitely come out. It will be a fun event. February 11th? Um, February 11th. It will be at James Allen County Park. Registration starts at 8. The race starts at 10. Johnny O from 95SX is always there. Okay, He's a Johnny O. And on top of that, we just did a press conference with Mayor John Tecklenburg okay. just uh day before yesterday, which was a huge success. He will be the master of ceremony. He actually walked a race last year and, and stayed to pass out trophies. It oh, will that's be winners, great. Uh, male, female, different age groups. So it, it's a really fun event. Uh, we would love for people to come out. It, you know, today... So far, we have 220 runners, and this is the largest it's ever been. This is our ninth race. Uh, okay. Where can someone go to find out more information about Man, this all you, I, Go to Cupid's Chase, Charleston, and you can register. You can donate. We like checks. We like credit card receipts. Whatever you want to do, we take. Because it's, it's there's not a worthier cause in the area, in my mind, because 
it all goes directly to the people we serve. We can buy better furniture. We can buy outdoor furniture. We can get tablets for the for the staff. I'm not for the staff, but for the people we serve. It's just a really, really cool, cool way of helping out. Cupid's Chase Charleston. You got to Google it and, and check it out. More information. Okay, well, let me ask you this. If someone wants to get involved more with the organization, either volunteering, donating, serving, joining, wh where would they go to learn more? Well, you can go to uh, communityoptions.org. Okay. And you will learn. And actually, I brought a pamphlet for you. You did? I mean, Thank you. I showed online, but, and it's all about community options. Pretty much every location, we our expectations are always the same. Provide our people with love, respect, dignity, and choices. What you just said, I felt like that needs to be repeated because that's profound. What you well, just said. Well, if I said. can remember what I said, yeah. But if, but if we, <laughs> but if we could just do more of that as a whole in our community, oh, yeah, good things yeah. will be happening well, in the, the right thing direction. Is, is, you know, everybody needs the opportunity mm. to succeed, and success is measured in different ways. So you have to individualize that, and that's what we do with our clients. You know, so that that's a pretty big, big deal to community options. And we definitely want to pursue that as much as possible. Well, one of my favorite questions that I ask uh, as we wrap up our conversation is if you could leave an impression with our listeners about the value of giving back to the community, what would that be? You've got 36 years of doing it. I'd love well, to hear your thoughts. We'll put a little bit of thought process. Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> basically, what happens is when you have the ability to change someone's life, it's a little bit selfish because the feeling I got is more than the feeling that the person I help got because we are here for one reason only. If we're not helping anybody, why are we here? What purpose is that? Mm. You know, I it's definitely a joy to do what we do. And, and I feel blessed. And I always say, I did not pick disabilities. Disabilities picked me. With the Special Olympics all the way back. Oh, yeah, college. man. That was 1983. Do the math. I had a chance to also work with the Special Olympics. And I got to say, working with those athletes. Oh, yeah. They kind of made me look bad. Well, at, especially as I got older, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I saw their capabilities and Nothing like when they cross that line, the smile that they have on their face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know why? Because they started something and they finished it. There's no better feeling than that. Start to finish. And people are going to be able to do that at Cupid's Chase. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And we Start will, to we, finish listen, and we will keep line. it. We will keep the finish up, line up as long as we need to. And I enjoyed our conversation oh, today. Oh, the place was all mine. Well, so, you know, what you just heard was from Alan Rose. Alan Rose, Executive Director at Community Options, serving those with disabilities in the low country. To check out more, go to Cupid's Run, go to Community Options. You can check out more at those, at those two Cupid's places. Cupid's Chase. Cupid's Chase. Thank Charleston. you. Charleston. Cupid's Chase Charleston. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate it. That'll take you right to the website. You can donate. You can register right then and there. That's where you go. Thank you for listening to Clear Picture Cares. We appreciate it and have a blessed day.